What it do, people? It's your man, Animal Brown, checking in. Another action-packed episode of the On Deck TV podcast is here, brought to you by Realville Media Group. Go visit the website, man. That's the home of the On Deck TV podcast, realvillemedia.com. That's realvillemedia.com. Realville Media Group, RMG, if you like acronyms. Very hot topic this week. We are rating this DJ Khaled album, and we're going to discuss... Whether DJ albums are needed in the first place. I've seen nothing but two thumbs down about this album. We'll talk about that in depth later. Also, check out youtube.com slash TV. We review music videos out here in these streets. Go check that out and go subscribe. And remember, this is a network, so we got other shows for you to check out. Other show, Full Sport Press, Jay Hove, Coach Locke, How Weezy on the board doing the producing thing. They just had a show about the NBA free agents, so y'all go check that out. Great content over there. And the Ladies Room Podcast still doing their thing over there. Anne Marie, Miss Rizzo on the uh, hosting tip. I was going to say the boys because I had the FSP thing in my head, but going. Um, otherwise, man, check out RealVilleMedia.com, as Animal Brown said. We're going to hop right into the show. Man, what it do with the businesses? It's your man Animal Brown checking in on Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lewis. Another week in the books, man. We appreciate y'all supporting the real. We see the numbers out there. Absolutely, absolutely. Speaking of numbers on the board, follow my IG, my Snap, and my Twitter, Animal underscore Brown. I don't believe you got numbers on your IG and your Twitter. Absolutely. Underscores bring numbers. Uh, underscores deter numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I am Spike Lou. If you're looking for me, though, I ain't got nothing on mine. I don't need numbers. I'm not a numbers guy. Zero followers. I'm not a numbers guy. I'm a content guy. <laughs> numbers never lie. Shout out Joe Buttons, man. I'm oh a content guy. I'm not a numbers guy. Um, action-packed episode, man. We're going to go in-depth to this DJ Khaled, wondering why he's still a star when these albums people aren't feeling. Whoa, whoa. Why I'm just, I'm just, no, nah, it's just a tech. People not Why feeling it. Why is he still a star? People not feeling this Man, shit. People no, haven't felt bro, it. Assad gonna pull up on you and it ain't gonna be nothing nice. Assad more of a star than him. Assad shaking it. That ain't, that ain't saying a lot. Assad a bigger star than a lot of people right <laughs> now, dude. Assad shakes it. More on that in a moment, man. But what you have on deck for the weekend? Uh, I chillax, man. I caught some big three basketball. Uh, shout out Ice Cube and the whole little league that popped off. Yeah. Um, little league. That's how you gonna do them? No, I ain't. I wasn't doing them like that. They showed out the Barclays. <laughs> I, I liked it. I liked it. I ain't got to see the game yet, but I liked the vibe that he was giving. Uh, what else, man? Not not really too much was cracking for me. What you had going on? Uh, man, nothing. I was in the crib catching up on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a documentary that scared the shit out of me. I'm now afraid to eat meat. The meat shit. It's official. The Shout out to homie Steven, man. New Rebel, Cashville represent. Tough. Uh, put me up on this documentary, dude. It's mm. called What the Health. I can't eat meat no more, bro. It's official. You out of the? You I'm out of the meat. Put my jersey up in the meat rafters, dude. I'm out of the. First of all, pause all of that. <laughs> First and foremost, let's pause 
all of that last segment. I'm scared, meat. man. I'm be real. Um, Don't watch it if you like chicken. I was finna say, man, I like chicken too much, bro. Don't I, watch I, it. I can eat chicken five out of seven days out the week. Don't Fried, watch it. Sauteed and pasta and salads. <laughs> Like, I, like, I'm, I'm like the dude of Forrest Gump, dude. However, you trying to give me chicken, I'm running. Hey, don't name. do not watch this. What if then? I buy my own chickens and raise them and make sure they ain't stressed out and shit? Maybe you have a better chance at that point. Okay, I have to buy some of chicken. not getting colon cancer or I think I all might these buy chickens. Some chickens then. <laughs> I can see farming chickens and shit. Fuck Eat that. Them. And that way I get eggs and I can eat eggs. Don't eat, eat eggs chickens. either. Eggs. I, I'm gonna have my own chickens. They ain't gonna be stressed. My chickens gonna be good. Don't do it. Tough. Y'all gonna learn, man. I'm part time vegan right now. I'm part time vegan right now until that burger calls me. <laughs> until further notice. <laughs> until that burger call you, nigga. Uh shit. Let's get to this rapture. We got a lot to talk about on this episode. Tough. Um, uh, let's kick things off. Do, With the which beef awards. do we want? <laughs> it's the pull up awards. The, the pull up awards. Which one the, do we want to talk the about PUAs, first? The PUAs. Safari and Meek or Migos and Joe? Which but, one? Let's go on and knock the Safari and Meek out of the way. Safari and Meek were in LA yeah. for the BET Awards, Why much like a lot of people. Um, <laughs> Safari was. Of course, this was caught on camera. Everything is on camera now. It's amazing. HD quality, too. Uh, Safari was talking to, I don't know, God knows who, his partners doing an interview. And you see the camera pan Those to. Were not his partner. I don't know who they were. Because they didn't inform him that niggas was hopping out on him, dude. <laughs> when you pan to the left, you see Meek Mill doing a slow creep out of a truck. That nigga look. <laughs> why did he get out of the car like that? He got to work. He has the worst poker face in <laughs> what the America. Fuck was that, Come on, well, Meek. Well, soon, shortly after, the camera pans back to Safari catching L's from two men, allegedly part of Meek Mill crew. Um, uh, another homeboy jumps in for Safari to kind of get the dude off of him. Safari takes off running. That's the real MVP, the nigga that jumped in. I, I agree with that. Now, my question is, is a lot of people are split on this. Which one is the bigger deal, man? Meek Mill for sending goons at Safari or Safari for running? Now, I don't think he sent goons at Safari. I think it just so happened to be like Safari was in the wrong place at the wrong time doing the wrong shit. I don't know who that nigga was that he was hugging. Right. You think I set up? No, no, I want to set up. But, but I, I definitely seen him look in the corner and we're like, oh man, they finna ride. All right, bro. All right, I'm out. All right. Oh, I man. definitely seen him pull that. It might be an okie doke then. I don't know. I don't feel like dude had nothing to do with it. He just peeped game quicker than Safari did. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? With that being said, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't blame him for running because he didn't run like straight up down the street, not look back, see what's going on, see who it was checking for him. Like, he processed the situation, got up out of immediate danger. Right, right. And then right. he squared up though. Yeah, you know I what saw I'm that. He squared up. He was like, "All right, what's up?" He seen it wasn't meek. It wasn't nobody worthy of knocking out. It was just like the two three hundred pound dudes <laughs> who gonna dog me. So I might well gonna get up out of here. <laughs> ain't no need me playing with these dudes. This ain't gonna make me famous. I feel like I feel like he thought I could knock Meek Mill out, but I can't. I ain't gonna fight these dudes and get worked, <laughs> become even worse than I already am. Looked at at Safari. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To go to our original point, though, his homeboy is the real MVP because he 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 jumped in there. Shout out he to me. He was ready. He he went for it, and he got worked. He took that little he L. He took the L. 
Safari so tried to get back in there and help him a little bit. Nah, no, he didn't. He did a little bit. Nah, he looked and Listen, was like, if he assessed the situation. He would have ran down the street if he was all the way, like, pussy and out of there. Look, I'll he say this. He didn't run down the street. Nah, I'll say this. And this is what people are. You got to look at the video, dude. You got to break it down. You got to see it more than once. Okay. You have to look at it. Like you said, when he initially got fired on, he stumbled a little bit and turned around and assessed the situation. He saw one nigga that's an average size nigga in shape. Then he saw another big 300-pound defensive tackle for the fucking Philadelphia Eagles. Now, <laughs> you have a decision to make in that split second. Can I take these two motherfuckers and I'm wearing all white? Or <laughs> am I going to have to get the fuck up out of here and live to fight another day? You got to get out of there. So, now, kudos. Like you said, I put this on Instagram. I said, this homeboy is the real MVP because they big dude, both of them niggas caught him up against their truck. So, and it was over with if dude doesn't come and hit big dude in the back of the head. Tough. That's what freed up so far to well, spin move for a second yeah, and get the fuck up out second, of there. Like, who was this that hit me in the head? What was that? Fly swat. Now his homeboy made the mistake of not knowing. He, he made the mistake of not running with Safari. He tried he to ran bend. the wrong way. He tried to square up with the yeah, other dude. He didn't know east, it was. I'm going west, my nigga. Come on. He didn't know it was another dude right there. So now he's in front of three niggas. The third dude wasn't nothing though. The third dude hit him. The third dude the got third some dude, good licks in with the suit dude, on. The third dude was trying to strike the other. The two dudes <laughs> that originally got out and was almost on Safari and did hit dude. Them was the two problems. Everybody <laughs> else could have had, like, they, they could have got handled. Like, I feel like Safari wasn't just no pussy in the situation. Like, he, he was ready, like okay. we said before, but he just got up out of there when he assessed the situation. Them two dudes, like, ain't nobody trying, like, Styles P, maybe, Wax, people like that. For sure. They trying to handle that. You, you like, mean that's Sheik? What, I mean, yeah, Sheik. Yeah, yeah. my fault. Well, Styles, maybe, might stab Styles him. Styles, about five, six. He though. might stab him, though. That's a good point. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, Sarif wasn't about none of that. Sarif? Safari. That's how I told you that it need to be his name, Sarif. But Safari wasn't about none of that. Now, the video is yeah. what we need to talk about. Which That's one? the problem. The whole Meek Mill tried to jump me, like, bruh, we don't need that. You got to say that though. Why? Because you don't. He doesn't as know it's him, be, as getting him more shine. He doesn't know it's been filmed. He doesn't know this at but the time. You have to assume that there were cameras. No, there. you have to assume that you got to get the fuck up out of there before you get beat to no, a pulp and all prior white. Prior to look, he this dude didn't just hop out of the car. Have a couple conversations, and then he was headed to his spot, and Meek Mill jumped. We don't know that ain't what I could tell. He was out there talking, conversating, lingering, like lingerers do. No, no disrespect to him, but he was out there for a minute. So you have to assume if you out there for a minute, that people are looking at you, and then you should go on to assume if people are looking at me, they know me and me got a problem. Meek people pull up. I'm hopping. I mean, Meek hopping out of the truck. Okay, yeah. Let me get this on tape. It's World Star moment. They did everything short of Halloween World Star. World mm. Star, like pretty much. He should have seen that, and it's his fault. How should? No, wait, wait, wait. That's his fault. Well, well, let me. Okay, let me ask this. How much of this is Meek's doing? What did he get out of the car for? Was he about to come up and holler at him? Was he about to come up and smack the shit out of him? Like, I, what was Meek doing? What was his motives? What was going through his head when he hyped Williams slow mode slid out the truck? And he literally slid out. He didn't step out. He slid out of the truck. What was Meek thinking? What was he? Th I don't understand. What was his purpose? What was he about to do? 
if why well, get out if two goons is finna go rush him? I'd have sat behind the tents. I'm going and getting out so I can get a clear view of him getting worked because I thought <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> like I, I clearly pulled up. So, all right, I go, I go, your boy. Right, he was talking mad shit. Right, okay, look, you hop out over here. You hop out right here. I'm gonna hop out so they'll know what it is. And then as soon as they see me, he gonna try to take off. You catch him. Wow, knock him down. Y'all stump him on out. I'm going to keep walking like I don't got <laughs> nothing to do with it. Hopefully somebody out there with the camera and the phone and shit is 2017. And we going to, that's how it's going to rock. This isn't the first time meet goons that ran up that's on somebody. They ran up on dream, you. It's, it's what dream chasers do. They ran up on the dude, uh, Quentin Miller, who allegedly ghost wrote some joints for Drake. They ran up on him in the Nike store in LA, if I'm not mistaken. But I, Okay, here's my thing. Is it is Meek sending goons to beat up an adversary? Is that a boss move? Mm, it depends on who the adversary is. What do you mean? There's got to be a tough. It got to be a street nigga. It got to be a tough dude. Like I don't. It what, has, if it's it, a game, it, 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 no, it has to be for sufficient reasons. Like because they clearly don't like each other. That's I don't care though. Like it right. doesn't matter that he don't like Sarif or Safari or whatever the guy's name. It, like to me that doesn't matter that you don't like this dude. It don't matter what he said because what it was based off of was a female, Nikki. For like, sure. That's what it was based off of. I and mean, you not even with her no more. It usually so, is. Huh? It's usually money or female. Well that's cool. If it's money, that's a different story to for me. For sure. But if it's a female and if it's Nicki Minaj and you ain't dealing with her, she clearly out here with Nas. She clearly throwing a little slick shots. I ain't got no problems with this dude. I don't care what he said. I'm I, if I'm a boss, the real boss move is who? Who is this dude? <laughs> like I swear, I would have hopped out and act like that nigga didn't exist. <laughs> the cameras would have got me walking right past dude, and then they would have asked me about it. And they would have been like, oh, I didn't even see. I don't even know what dude looked like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't be able to point dude out right now. Like, it's me. And we cover this. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what dude would look like. Safari, who I'm talking about. Like, I don't even know what they look like. So the boss move ain't getting the dude jump. If it's somebody else, of course, I get that. If it's who somebody, is somebody else? That's equivalent to him. Equivalent to me. So if it's game, what if he send goons a game? All right, then, then we can talk. <laughs> then you done made then you done made a little cool move on the chessboard, and I get that. Then we can have a conversation about Meek being a boss and all of that. What but if, if it's a fight, like, I don't know, dude. What if it's in Goons and Drake? Then, then you then you got control of the chessboard now, too. <laughs> like now what? Now whoever want to come talk to you, we can talk. That's what I'm saying. So. I can't I can't compare what he did to like sending goons to Drake or sending goons to whoever else it may be that he got beef with game or whatever it is like Sean Kingston right like, you can't compare that because this dude right here he ain't never been on he ain't popping the only reason that we know him is because he messed with some girl that you used to mess with and you mad at him for that nah that's showing the same stuff that you were showing during the time that you got the beefing with Drake and right. that's what's Deterring people from you Me got good music out right now He ain't got to participate in none of this He was getting his traction back He was able to get some little steps back Off the good music that he got out now But now people looking at this like Come on bro Yeah it was, it was a shame You don't got to jump this dude It was a shame because the, the joint that he dropped later on that night That Young Black America was banging Man. And it totally went all 100% against Nobody sending goons to jump in the nigga. <laughs> like, it, that was not the message in the song at all. Man. So it was, it kind of like went against that. It kind of made him look a little silly. 
but and it probably stopped a little bit of the steam that song could have had had that incident not occurred uh but i just thought it was a very interesting story and it go to i think it go to something that we always say about meek when we bring him up on this podcast and we talk about the different situations that he's in I'd love to have a conversation with him and ask him who he listens to when he makes key decisions about his career. Yeah. I'd love to know who he listens to about that because I feel like he wings it. Ross? Nah. You don't think so? Nah. After the fact. You think Ross hopping out and, and, and spraying it on Birdman? He did it, on, he did it to Vlad. He sent goons to Vlad. That was how long ago? Was a, yeah, that that wasn't the Rick ago. Ross that we know right now. He sent goons at the dude working That's, at his crib. Nah, he beat him up himself. That's why he had the bracelet on. <laughs> He was there like that's some like exact okay that's, that's a great point that you brought up so that's some ball stuff like you in my house I didn't get you access to this yeah I got a three hundred pound dude with me but I'm getting my licks in too I'm gonna dog walk you in here for disrespecting me like that that's some ball shit you can do that and pull that off as ball shit what you can't do is what Meek did and what Boss I feel like not supposed if, to get their hands dirty dude what they're not supposed to get their hands dirty. and bro listen you you're a, you're a homeowner. Nick come up in your house having a party. <laughs> you gone. Like, this is a nigga that you fuck with. Like, he got a job to do at your house. You come home after you've been gone. You and wife, you went on vacation. And he in here shaking and having threesomes running around naked in your crib. His condoms on the table. You telling me you not going to get your hands dirty? You going to get one lick in. You got to. Fuck that. Yeah, you ain't going to play oh, with me shit. like that. I ain't gonna sit back and let no other niggas beat you up for that. I want to beat you up for that. <laughs> Shit. Fair enough, fair enough. Can we move on to Joe Button and the Migos? Blues of the weekend. They were on Everyday Struggle doing the red carpet for the BET Awards. Ironically, Joe Button's wearing the exact same shirt that Safari's wearing. That's crazy. That all white button down was not the look for the weekend. They need to close that mall in LA. Woo! Never selling them shirts. Close that mall. Um, but they tried to conduct an in a red carpet interview with the Migos. If anybody's ever seen a Migos interview, they're not the most talkative. <laughs> they don't necessarily show the most personality. They're not the most engaging. Offset. So that clearly annoyed Joe Budden, and he dropped the mic and cut the interview somewhat short. Migos took offense. People stood up. A lot of people got in between. <laughs> Cameras got cut. Nothing happened at the end of the day. Right. Give me your take on this, your assessment on this air quote beef. Okay. For the people that don't watch Everyday Struggle, uh, what, the problem was not with Migos and Joe because I feel like he always showed them love. The problem was with Yachty and what Joe went in about him on that and they are label mates. Yep. So someone from the label had approached Joe earlier and he was like, hey, I don't like how you're talking about Yachty. So I'm like, okay, cool. I, I won't talk about him again. That, that that was Joe's response allegedly. So at, at so, the mall earlier that so day, Joe said Joe Buttons at the mall earlier that day. What got things tense was not the usual acts that the Migos do in their interviews, but dude saying, "I already talked to Joe like he gonna make sure he respect like that ain't got nothing to do with the what same we got. dude from the mall earlier." Exactly interrupted the show and said and tried to boss up and say it again. Exactly. Thank you for explaining that for me. Right. Nigga trying to incredible hulk the situation, go all green, bust out of your clothes, and make people think that you're more important than you are. I don't know this dude, and I'm not saying that he ain't important, but what I am saying is you're trying to get camera time and trying to prove a point. And to me, that ruined the mood, that ruined everything that had going on. So from that, of course, Joe Budden's going to react. 
Like Joe Budden's ain't <clears throat> ten years deep, but he ain't Larry King. You know what I mean? Joe right, Budden's right, right. ain't Charlemagne even. Like not to say that he's not good, but he's just not that experienced, he's not that polished yet. So he's been doing radio before. Let's be clear, yeah, but and that's cool. It's been but, sporadic. But we know Joe Budden's personality. We listen to his music. Joe Budden's a hell of a rapper. We know how he would react to somebody coming to him like that. So to me, like it's not Joe Budden's fault. I do blame the Migos a little bit, but the most I blame Complex. Like Complex, you you don't put Joe Budden's on the red carpet. You put Nadeska. You put uh, academics there because they. Well, I don't even know about Nadeska. I feel like she's not as much of a fan as Academics is. But let Academics talk to these dudes. Let them get the quick little interviews with the snapshots standing up traditionally like you usually see. We don't need a sit-down format interview. And this is what's going to ruin what they got going on with Everyday Struggle because this interaction, it divides people. Some people like, oh, Joe is right. Some people like, oh, Migos is right. And now you're going to get people looking at it hating Joe like they hate Skip Bayless, hating Joe like they hate Stephen A. Smith, and more people people gonna feel like they can try him whether it be fans whether it be executives whether it be whoever people always gonna feel like it's either academics that i can get out on or it's joe that i can get out on and that ain't a good basis for the show because they talk about a lot of good stuff towards hip-hop what that ain't gotta be their niche and i feel like they playing that as they niche yeah so here's the thing joe budden i understand his reaction and he explained it very eloquently on everyday struggle and i respected his perspective he said when you combine the fact that he had voted not to interview migos prior to the red carpet and you combine that with what the guy said in the mall but then he flexed up on him and had a different type of energy when he tried to say it during the interview and then you combine that with the dry answers and the dry personalities that the migos can sometimes have during interviews and he had had enough it's like what am i doing here? he had had enough and joe budden is an emotional person you mentioned his music that's how we know it his best series is called mood music one through four five I mean, so we right he had a bunch of them so we we know he's an emotional dude he wears his shit on his sleeve all of that being said i i respect him a thousand percent for this and he's in the right he's absolutely right academics is still in fan mode Nadeska, she's she's the mediator. She's there. It's about act. It's about Joe Button. Joe Button is seasoned. He's a vet when it comes to this music industry. He's not going to fan out if one of his favorite artists come through. Fact. Academics is closer to doing that. He's new to this. That's fair. I'm not mad at I'm not mad at him for that either. He's a fan of Amigos. He thought he could talk something out of them. He failed miserably. Yeah. Now, first of all, Migo Quavo's reaction when Joe Budden drops the mic is the funniest shit but let's, I've seen all week. All right, so let's let's talk about that. And I ain't heard a lot of people say this. Woo. We do understand why Quavo's reaction is that way. Uh, to me, it ain't got nothing to do with Joe Budden's. It ain't got nothing necessarily to do with uh, any previous comments. He he did leave Joe hanging on the dap though when they okay. first linked up. When they when he pulled right, up for the interview, right, so that's what I'm saying. Let's, so let's talk about that. Though. Okay, Quavo is the leader of the group. He their uncle. He's the oldest. He the dude in which the other, in my perspective, the other ones look up to. I can so respect they it. can be cool with you. They can dap your hand, but I can't let you disrespect us like that. I, I assume that's how he's looking at it. Or I can't let you be at odds, to steal T.I.'s phrase, with one of my label mates or somebody as powerful on the same team that I'm on yachty. and come to you, yeah, Yachty, yeah. and come to you like, oh, we cool, it's this and this, that. Because I always want offset, I always want to take off the nose, and I'm riding for them. 
regardless of what the media stuff got to do with it, because it's my family, it's my blood. And I feel like that Quavo was it approaching it more so in that sense. I got to protect these dudes. I got to protect Migos. I got to protect our brand. I'm the head of this brand. I'm the leader of this brand. But here's so the, I ain't going to be as friendly as these other two are because they don't got that responsibility. Here's, here's my issue with that. You guys are going into it knowing what he's done to how he tried to shake it on Yachty. Why even do the interview in the first place? Great point. Why sit down? Why have QC? Why have the Migos sit down and do the... Matter of fact, why have the Migos do interviews, period? They don't have... Mm. Their music speaks for them volumes. Their look... Mm. Speaks for them volumes. They don't have to sit. And let's be honest. Do you really want to hear what Takeoff has to say about current issues? Does anybody want to hear that? But you want to hear why he wasn't on Bad and Bougie. That's I don't. What I'm no, I don't care about that though. That's, that's my point. Some people do. Fans do. This but they the don't want to hear from This is the biggest song of your group's career. Why weren't you on the song? Were you and, doing and what was his else? answer? Well, you would have get. Oh, I was on it. Exactly. So okay, if you were on it, how did you contribute? Did Bruh, you write some balls? No. Okay. No. You're not talking to Jay Z, dude. <laughs> people care about that though. They won't care about the answer though. You already know Academics that. Academics care. No. He a fan. The answer was trash. Oh, well. The answer was whack because he didn't get to elaborate because they couldn't hear him. You want to had they been in a good setting, I feel like he could have been like, okay, how did you contribute? But you don't. To your point, you don't ask that question on a red carpet. That was a, that, that question wasn't sufficient for the situation. The situation. He's a rookie. True. He's a rookie. Hey, made a rookie fine, mistake. That's complex fault. Nah, that's his fault. That's that was con- a bad no, question. That's complex fault. Like you sit, you put dude right there with the people walking through the red carpet. He give him the mic for four, five seconds. Hey, I'm nice to meet you. What you wearing? What you excited about tonight? Do you throw it back to the desk or to steal from their phrase where she's sitting right there with Joe Buns and let him break down some hip hop stuff? That's complex fault for not producing that correctly. Right, right, right. Like I don't, I can't have my regular formatted show and try to throw that on a Monday and get mad or. Well, I guess they did do because everybody was talking about it, so that's what they want. Exactly. Yeah, that, so that's a whole other topic for another situation about what we're trying to digest as media. But if we want a good quality product, I'm throwing him right there to talk to all the famous people, and I got Joe right there with the desk of breaking the stuff down. That's how we do it. It's the last thing I'm going to say. Even Charlemagne has mentioned how many times they have recorded Migo interviews and ended up not showing uh-huh. them. He said they've got a ton of Migo interviews in the can that have been unaired and will never be aired because the interviews are horrible. This is why Young Thug doesn't do interviews. This is the reason. Some people just don't do good interviews. They end up putting their foot in their mouth. It's boring. It's dry. Their music speaks for them. They don't need to do the interview. Do they suffer from that? Eventually you will because you'll end up being like a... You'll end up being... You'll only end up being so... Big, you can only get to a certain level without letting people in because it connects to people and people buy into you mm. as opposed to just your music. True. So that that's the tough part. In the end, you may struggle from that, but for now, fuck it, it's working. Like you I, don't. Uh, I tell you, two people who be, who are Nas and Jeezy. A big on what? what I feel like mean? Jeezy interviews were a lot like Migos interviews in the beginning, but he did get that the, the media savvy that yeah. he needed to sustain. His fan base, because I feel like originally early on, his fan base they were they, they were cool with the short answers because that's what he was. He portrayed that in his music. He ain't no really no need for him to talk to interviewers, right? Later on, he kind of matured more. You he was able to talk about stuff because time had passed, and I feel like that was sufficient. And he understood the importance of of it. Of it. The interview. All right. With that being said, I I feel like Nas still don't do that. 
Nas doesn't. Nas is on Nas a bigger don't even level. Do interviews, though. but he's on a bigger level though. He don't, he's no need. There's no need for him to prove himself. But he ain't never done them though. Like you can't even go back and look for old Nas interviews where he got them like in like Jay Z. And that's saying a lot. Probably got more published interviews than Nas. He's the exception then. Nas. Yeah, he the exception. Yeah. All right, I get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like most people top out way earlier than that. People consider dude a goat. Nas. Tough. True. So hey, um, all right, man. Moving on. Speaking of Young Thug. Young Thug dropped his beautiful Thug Wait, what was it? Thugger Girls? Beautiful Easy the, Breezy Whatever the Esalon, Whatever the makeup yeah. shit is. They were hot about that shit too <laughs> um, Anyway be- The Thugger Girls Was the name of it The numbers are in 37,000 First week um, That is actually the same As the Jeffrey album That came out last year Has Young Thug maxed out? I feel like that he's right there with the people close to him, the label that he signed to. I feel like he's right there where they feel like he should be. I, no way. I, I do. I don't. <laughs> I, I feel like that no the, way. The, the groundswell for Young Thug when he first came out because he was different. He was new. That was oh he's gonna be a star. Old oh, people are gonna pay attention to this for a long time, and that's not necessarily the case. The case because you had Uzi come out, you had Yachty come out, and these guys are even much more weirder than he is. You know what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. Young Thug had the the correlation to the streets. These guys have came out since him, and they don't even have that correlation. We're flat out rock stars, right? And I feel like that was the lane that Young Thug was trying to go in, and those guys came after him, and they did better. So being the business savvy people in which he signed to the those people are, they see that. They understand that he wasn't able to take that lane and go Ferrari speed with it. He was able to just maintain, go sedan speed with it. He's going to have a cool, long ride because he got true fans. Like you said, the last one did the same numbers. This one did the same numbers. He's going to consistently do that for a a lot of years. Like he's going to have core fans who fuck with him for a long time. I would associate it with somebody like Devin the Dude or Gucci Man or Game, somebody like that. I've heard a lot of artists and a lot of people in the industry hold Young Thug in very high regard. His fans on Twitter are very loyal, to your point. I just heard Rico Love say the nigga was a genius. Mm -hmm. I'm missing it. You're missing the genius? I'm missing the appeal. I've never been a fan of the music. I did think the Danny Glover shit was entertaining. Um... but I've always thought he was overrated and that I don't see the star potential in him. I'm, I'm missing that. These numbers are proving it. Back-to-back 37s? Bruh. That, okay. The fact that he that's not a star, yeah, bro. Okay, he ain't got to be a star, though. But, he's, but that's what people are calling him, though. He's talented enough to sustain a long career on a not underground level, but a a mainstream level like he's gonna seven thousand a mainstream he's gonna dude. sustain young thug, but young thug is though what young thug does like the whole thing with his girl like his look his style the the model stuff that's mainstream now i would i would also pair him with like somebody like asap rocky no or french montana no nah, bro no nah. Right. Nah, he not on, he not on their level, and I'm not even just sitting he here talking like level, they just he goats. not on their level on music sales, but he in the same circles advertising. He in the same circles modeling, doing those type of things. Like his thing may not be numbers. That may not be his thing. With dude's personality and how he first came what out personality? Of the game, he wearing, doesn't do interviews. Wearing the dress, doing all that shit, the base shit. 
the shit that I guess heterosexual rappers are scared to do, and there's another community of people that are uh, high, they attaching on to what he got going on. He always gonna have those people in that fan base, sort of like Frank Ocean. No. I'm telling you, dude. Bruh, Frank Ocean is winning Grammys and shit. All right, but Frank Ocean Young is, Thug better, is he's nowhere. a better artist than Young Thug. I'm just saying in the different in the hip hop genre. In the hip hop genre, Young Thug would probably be equivalent to dude. What's the last Thug song you fuck with, bro? I don't What's the what's the last Thug song I, I that was popping? I don't fuck with it, period. What was the last Thug but song I'm saying, that was popping? Ask me the last famous Dex, a little Uzi Vert, a little Yachty song see, that I fuck but with. See, it's the same thing though. But that's my, but that's my point. And I I think the internet is making the rap game smaller in that because we know who someone is, it makes them seem larger than what they really are in the scope of mm-hmm. music, period. But that's Young Thug is not that big in the scope of music bro. is what I'm saying. These numbers are proving it. You're talking about music, though. Guess what the first thing they're going to ask somebody when they ask about Young Thug? How many followers he got? How many Instagram followers he got? How many Snapchat followers he got? How many Twitter followers he got? Now, he ain't got to sell 30,000. Like, all he got to do is portray an image. All he got to do is talk about his album to them one million people, and then the label is going to hope that those one million people buy it. I'm pretty sure he got a lot of followers, a lot more than the other people that we named. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 and that's the thing. Like, that's what people buy into nowadays. Instagram follows, Twitter follows, Snapchat follows, and he he's done that well. He may be great in a two-minute clip. We don't want to watch him in an 18-minute clip doing an interview, no. But that two-minute clip where he cussing out the airport people, he go viral. He people has, signing up for that with Young Thug. He has four point three million followers on Instagram. My point exactly. He's four point three million, and he sold thirty seven thousand copies. Wh- that, that which one you, do you? Which one do you think his label cares more about? But that should let you know, like the impact of having hella Twitter followers or Instagram followers. It means nothing. Is that what you're saying? I mean, well, nah, which, which nah, one nah, you think minute. is label? But you know what, about? though, you know what, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it all the way. But I'm not gonna more s- people listen to Twitter than go buy his album. I'm yeah. not going to sit here and act like album sales are the end all be all because it's really touring. And I know okay. if Thug went on a tour, it Selling would be sl- it would be slammed. Selling out. It would nice size venues. It would be slammed. Yeah. I get that. So in, in that aspect, uh, I don't know. I, I still don't get it, but. He's following one person. I give you a zillion dollars if you can tell me who he's following. It's a famous actor. Uh, one person. Dude, he's following one famous actor. One famous actor. You'll never in a million years figure this TV out. TV actor or movie? Movie. But recently did TV. Ooh. He's shucking it out. Just recently. Just re- Terrence Howard. Nah, but that'd be, that was a great guest. <laughs> Cuba Gooden Jr. What? He's following. That's his one follow is Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> Shout out to Young Thug, people. All right, moving on, What's man. The movie with him and Robert De Niro? Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yeah, where he was diving and shit. What the fuck is that? I don't know. When he, he was never seen that. When he, he was diving. He was calling him Cookie. Dude, you just made up a move, a nah. slaw ass move. Y'all let us know in the rap chat. Man. Actually, we really wanted to shout that out at the beginning, but appreciating the, the different uh, feedback, postings, and everything. The rap chat, y'all keep that up as long as it ain't the link to your music. We're great with it. Uh, with that being <laughs> said, y'all let us know what movie I was just talking about since Animal shit, Brown has no idea. Don't exist. Robert De Niro, Cuba Gooden Jr., he was playing a Navy diver and he was kept calling him Cookie in the movie. That shit sounds so garbage. That was fire. Um, I what's the name of it? Some slaw. Um, all right, look, moving on. Kodak Black. Let's take it to Florida. Uh, he's in some hot water again. 
after a, a recent Instagram live stream, he was answering questions and somebody threw out there if he liked Kiki Palmer, to which he answered Kiki Palmer, she's straight, I'd bag her, but I really don't like black girls like that, sort of, kind of. So once people were like, damn, bro, of course, that didn't go over well at all. He, cl- he, <laughs> he tried said to. He cl- really don't like black girls like that? Yeah, sort of, kind of. Then. You mean black like black or black like him? That's what I'm finna say. Oh, okay. So then he tried to clear them up and he said, I love black African American women. It's just not my forte to deal with a dark skinned woman. I prefer them to have a lighter complexion than me. My preference, hashtag fuck you. Hashtag fuck you was fun. Absolutely. So, of course, Twitter uh, proceeded to go ham on Kodak Black. Now, my question is, fair or foul, is this uh, him having a preference or uh, was he in the wrong? I think this ties back into our last topic with Twitter followers and people that are popular as opposed to just because they're popular and have a lot of Twitter followers or may have a hit song on the radio that we have to take into consideration what they're talking about or care about what they're saying. No one cares that Kodak Black don't like dark skinned women, dude. Yes, like, they did. Some they several sh- people went in on. They it. They shouldn't have though. That's what I'm saying. You, s- I see Kodak Black, 20 year old rapper from Florida with gold teeth that used to have a puff in his mouth that just got out of jail. That's also still facing charges for sexual assault. Say he doesn't like dark skinned women. Guess what I do. I keep scrolling. My thumb is continuously moving up. I don't care what Kodak Black thinks about any of that. What would I expect him to say? What would I expect him to think, dude? Like you said previously on our last topic, just because, just because he got a lot of Twitter followers, he got a hit song, he's on Songs of Future, or he's doing this, he's doing that. That's cool. He's great. He's great in his lane. I can listen Kodak. I can listen to Kodak Black for the ignorance. I'm not for it. I'm there for it all day. But when he say he don't date dark skinned women, I don't care. Nah, like, like why 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 would I care, dude? He not Barack. He not nobody of significance. Well, I should take his <laughs> I, I'm not taking that into consideration, dude. That ain't normal conversation coming from him, dude. Look who the, you talking about. Here's the thing. No, he's not Barack, but let's be honest, there's levels to this shit. It's not. And not for Kodak Black. He has a following, just like Young Thug has a following, just like Famous Dex and whoever the fuck else you just named. They all have followings. And so when you say certain shit, mm-hmm. whether it's reckless or whether it's motivating or whatever it is, right. you're held to a certain level of accountability when you get to a certain stature. So because I fuck with Kodak, Kodak Black, Black is no different. So because I fuck with Kodak Black, I don't like dark skin women. No, I don't know. I, so what's I the outrage about? It's the it's it all it, it goes back to the fake outrage that people all of a sudden have now because they got Twitter fingers. You can retweet stuff, you can be mad, you can use the little stuff that you've seen in your documentaries and your CNN and the book that you read or the blog post that you had or this exclusive little black website that you've seen and you can say, Oh, well, all of this roots from this or that. Like, man, nobody cares. If that was the case, you wouldn't be looking at a Kodak Black tweet, dude. So here's the thing. The same way that I feel like it's okay to have Kodak for Kodak Black to have a preference, it is also okay for people to take offense to what he is saying. 
It is okay is both thing? ways. That's my point. Well, Just because Barack didn't this, say though? it. No, why are we taking offense? Or Cuba Gooden Jr. didn't say it. <laughs> Just because he doesn't have four million followers like Young Thug. Mm-hmm. What if Young Thug said it? Uh-huh. Then is it different? Because he's got four million followers. Well, I, I would assume, Kodak Black only has a yeah. hundred thousand. I mean, what's the difference, dude? I don't know. How many followers Kodak Black got? I don't know. He's deleted his Instagram account. What about his Twitter? He's deleted his Twitter. Jesus Christ. His this, only this, account. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why, open. why, why is this worthy of him having to delete all that? He said that's not the reason that he deleted it. Clearly, he is if he deleted it today and people are talking about it today. I ain't letting him hit me with that bullshit. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to believe everything that Kodak Black says. So if he says, I didn't delete my Instagram and my Twitter today and I'm getting heat for this stuff that I said today. Hey, I don't believe you, Kodak Black. You ain't got to explain no more. You ain't got to do nothing. It's on me to believe you or not. And I just don't believe you. So when he say he don't like dark skinned women, I'm sure that I could find a lot of dark skinned women on Instagram, Twitter and Snapchat to parade out in front of him. and He going to be out of his little mind. <laughs> Kodak Black hey, He's 20 years old Dude Hormones is raging Right now He ain't got a lot of money So if They're, they're dark skinned women That he definitely Is taking like Heed to Remember If, if his preference Over light skinned women Is dear like, Okay I get that Remember when I said that there's certain artists that don't do interviews because the things that they may say, they're mm. probably going to end up putting their foot in their mouth. Right. Add Kodak Black to that list. And, and, there's and, a reason there's one Breakfast Club at, interview with at him. 20 years old, there's nothing wrong with that in my opinion. No, nah, nah, that's I fine. Want, I don't want Kodak Black on Breakfast Club three times putting his foot in his mouth. He can barely do IG Live. <laughs> <laughs> they was running the train on the gas on Snapchat, dude. Yeah. Like, like, I don't even really, if, if I'm his management team, I don't even really want him to have a phone. That's a fact. Just relax. Like, do music, go to the studio. That's why his off, shit is taken do down, probably. Do. Yeah. His management, like, somebody t- woke up. Turn that shit off. All of, of it. Out of a coma and said, hey, let me get that phone. Yeah. Somebody probably said, hey, let me see your phone right quick, and then ran mm-hmm. off with it. Delete. That's what they probably threw that motherfucker in the He goddamn. might not know how to figure out how to set that shit back up either. So, like, d- d- delete, delete, delete. No longer can you get in touch with Kodak Black through this way. Update on his teeth, too. He took out the gold just to put in platinum. Diamonds in there. Let's go. Absolutely. I see you down south, shit. Uh, all right, moving on before we hit this music break. XXL freshman class um, member, Ugly God, yo boy, uh, unsuccessfully tried to hit the police with, do you know who I am? Oh, man. Uh, he was pulled over. He hit them with the "Do you know who I am?" The cops, of course, said no. Of course, was funny. Um, and then he said, "Tell your kids, check with your kids. They probably know who I am." Mm. Didn't work. Still got a ticket. I'd be disappointed if my kids knew who Ugly God was. Is there any scenario possible when "Do you know who I am?" should be used? Uh, yeah. If you're a bigger star than Ugly God, what level, Young Thug? Nah. He got 4 million followers Remember He's the Beatles That you tell it He's yeah. fucking Paul McCartney yeah, He's got 4 million yeah. followers On our Instagram yeah. But those police That's gonna pull him over Not the people That'll follow him On Instagram The police That he needs to tell that to Is the people Like investigators So With that being said uh, If I'm Jay Z If I'm Jay Z If I'm Puff If I'm Dr. Dre <laughs> If I'm <laughs> Russell Simmons Yeah I'll pull that like those are few of the five black people that can say, "Hey, you know who I am, Barack." Uh, <laughs> can Cuba Gooden Jr. pull it? No, not at all. <laughs> Tiger Woods? Where? Where? Tiger Woods can't do. You he know, just you know who I am. Over and bam. He should have said, "Do you know who I am?" They knew. 
Like they knew. Unless you got cash money on you, you rap. It's a rap. Now it's rare in two thousand. It's Barack, Jordan, Oprah, Jay. They mm. can say, "Do you know who I am?" Barack, Jordan, Oprah, Jay. Them the four. That's that's the Mount Rushmore. That might be the Mount, Rush, Mount Rushmore of black people. Now that I'm just sitting Barack, here talking. Oprah, Jordan, Jay. Puff, puff, puff on them. Over who? No, I'm saying who puff, you taking off? Puff is the fifth though. Like he can be the fifth. A nigga not pull, you're not pulling over Puff. Not like, really? there's some people that might not know who Puff is. That's, that's Snoop can say that. Mm. Snoop can say, "Don't you? You don't know who I am? The fuck? Mm. He can. I, I swear yeah. he can. He's, he might be the only rapper not named Jay or Kanye can do it. But okay, so they already associate Snoop with weed, though. So they gotta let him roll. No, nah, no, nah, you don't know who I am. Like, yeah, I know who you is, and I know you have weed somewhere. So uh, okay, you're, you're going to jail. Yeah, so you know you really don't so want to see Snoop, that. You don't want to see that. Like, Snoop, okay, so he already associated. Yeah, you need to be Jeff uh, Smith, Snoop. <laughs> don't pull the you know who I am uh, shit. That's Kanye. a good point. Now, but okay, Kanye, people expecting that out of him, though. They expect Yeah, that makes more sense. Like, oh, you know who I am? Like, no, yeah, yeah, and they yes, should. Yes, Kanye, we do know who you are, and we still give you a ticket. <laughs> Jay, you, you might have hit it right on the nose with them folk. That's it. That's the Mount Rushmore of 21st century so hip-hop, black Jay, people. Jay the only one? Mount Rushmore. Oh, you mean that can say that? Yeah, in hip hop, Jay the only one. Jay, Yay, and no, Yay can't do it though. You're goddamn lying, bro. If Yay get pulled over tomorrow, it's some overzealous cop that's gonna be like, "Yeah, I know who you are. I know, and I expected you to say, do you know who I am, <laughs> nigga? <laughs> you the same dude that got on stage with Taylor Swift, dude. Yes, I expected you to say that, right? <laughs> yes, I, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I've been watching you for three miles, dude. Yes, I knew it was you. All right, man, let's fuck it. Yeah, Russell Simmons, the, Russell Simmons. No, bro. That's my nigga, too. I fuck Russ? With Russell. I fuck with him. I, I fuck know. with Russell Simmons heavy. He can't pull that, though. Jay Prince. Can he can pull it in New York. Jay Prince can pull it anywhere in Texas. Man, log oh, off, dude. Master P. And that's my boy, too. And we Master P can't say, do you know who I am? Yeah, nigga, in the Fifth Ward. but not, Anywhere nigga, in not, New Orleans. Not, not New New Orleans, okay, yeah. <laughs> not post Katrina New Orleans. No, <laughs> not post Katrina. No, Uptown nigga Ninth Ward. Yes, that's at Animal underscore Brown. If y'all want to <laughs> holler at him about the post Katrina comments, you don't don't add the page of me or the show page <laughs> at Animal underscore Brown. Man, let's go to this song break. Man, speaking of Ugly God, he has a new song out. <laughs> he just did his freestyle And people graded his freestyle Said it was okay I see you ugly God So guess what We're gonna play a song Since y'all like his freestyle So damn much It's called Fuck Ugly God It's a diss song about himself Fuck Ugly God Check it out Fuck Ugly God Fuck Ugly God Ugly God a hoe Flexing like you got it Bitch I know your ass is broke Your network say you got a million But your ass don't you a one-hit wonder, bitch, your whole career a joke. Back in team, gray, your coach kicked you off the team. Every single day you wear them same pair of jeans. Them same black pants, bitch, you know which ones I mean. Four years ago you got jumped on Halloween. Fuck ugly guy, fuck ugly guy, fuck ugly guy, fuck ugly guy. In the four ugly guy. In the four plus years of us doing this show, that might have been the worst song we've ever played. That's not true. I fuck promise. Ugly fuck nah, that's some sly. I ain't gonna try to act like I'm riding with that other man. I don't know how the engineer recorded this shit. It was some old white guy. Nigga with earplugs in. He wasn't even paying attention to none of that, just looking at the Pro Tools screen. <laughs> um, what? Uh, 
Yeah, right there. That's perfect. That shit garbage. Yeah, thumbs up. Woo. Uh, I I would go with the thing. It's just not for me. Ugly God's not for me. His freestyle was cool. I think Yo, it was a, it was probably one of the better ones that I heard from that class. That's a shame. Yeah, I, I ain't got nothing to do with that. that what I'm saying, hella low. That's probably one of the better ones that I heard from that class. And um. I mean, he got his little shuck, his little lane, man. I think he's just trying to be funny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's his little shuck and his little lane. Like, I, I can see him coming out dressing funny like Trinidad James and, and doing all that stuff and, like, just reshucking some old stuff that we've seen, man. That's all this is. I'm about to come out as fine, God. Oh, my God. You Ain't know who I am? Nobody going to believe that. Shit. You know who I am going to be even worse than your career, bro. <laughs> Why all would right. you call yourself the fine God? We back, man. Fresh off of this DJ Khaled Grateful album. I, I, I saw a lot of negative reviews, which prompted up the discussion that we had earlier. Yep. Are these DJ albums overrated? Are they needed? Why are they here? If nobody likes them, I don't ever remember any one of these DJ albums coming out and people going, I'm riding to this DJ Khaled album all summer. Clue. Cool. Niggas fuck with them Clue Nigga, 98? Clue tapes? Yeah, they fuck with them 98, too. The modern day DJ album, I could argue, bro, it's, it's, it's over. It's probably, it's trash. Like, it just, mm. like, people don't really fuck with it. It's not popular. But the DJs themselves, the personalities, drama's still popular. He can get his show easy. DJ Khaled just got off tour with Beyonce last year. His star is bigger than ever. I don't understand. Help me understand how these niggas are still in demand. First of all, drama jeans on BET Awards were like the epitome of slaw. I ain't see them. You ain't see them great stone white jeans that he had on on the red carpet? His gal bad, though. His gal bad. So that like, and I don't even understand Jesus. how she would let him walk out with some jeans. Like you can't be with no gal like that and have them jeans on, dude. <laughs> bro, look like a nigga has some. Like, Drama, you gotta listen to Fresh for Dummies. We're gonna put you up on game. I feel bro. like he tough. I feel like he had some decibel jeans on or some shit like that, man. <laughs> yeah, but with that being said, I get what you're saying. If you're listening from the aspect of, I want a a, a, a classic hip hop album, not a classic hip hop song, not a big song. Because I feel like all of those albums that the DJs come out with, they have big songs on there. And as a DJ, your focus is the big song. Yeah, get the crowd hype. Yeah, you get the crowd hype, you get the club jumping, you know the big songs. The failure in uh, producing those albums to me when you come to Khaled and when you come to drama is that they looking for the big song every song. Mm. So you can't mend together an album that sounds something like an artist would put together. Like we expecting it to be a classic if you get like you said, everybody's short of Eminem and Kanye West is on Khaled's new album, so how could that not be a classic? I, I, how could it at least not be on, just banging but, though? Okay, so take it down song for song though. Look how he dropped them. He dropped the song with Jay and Beyonce how long ago? A couple months. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like he let that marinate and people don't do that now. People are coming out with a project now. They dropping it within two, three weeks of the biggest single. And I got a JM Beyonce track, and that's not the biggest single. And I let that rock for a couple months. And then I hit you with a Drake. And then I hit you with a Justin Bieber, Quavo, Chance the Rapper, and Lil Wayne. And then I hit you with a Rihanna and Bryson Tiller. Right. All I'm thinking about is the home runs. Like, he not hitting singles. Oh, he not uh, hitting for the cycle. All he doing is Barry Bonds in it, dude. So if that's the case, then... Why not just drop singles? 
Why would I do that? And I can't make money off of that. What? I, I, if, if he's not making money off singles, then what's his purpose? No, I'm saying I can't go to the label and say, "Hey, I'm only gonna drop singles." I can't be Young LA and drop Ain't Eyes every two months. If they smashes though, but I need the whole body. I need to be able, like, okay, I'm not gonna be looked at as in consideration for LA Reed job when he get fired ahead of Def Jam or whatever it may be. If I'm DJ Khaled, if I'm only dropping singles, but if I can give you an album. They got everybody on there short of Eminem, Kanye West, and Pac. Pac. Yeah, and Big. Like, if Man. I can give you an album, what that makes the labels think is that, hey, if you bring me in as vice president, I'm going to influence these people to maybe come over here, drop projects, and make us money. That's that. That's adding on the Khaled portfolio. I feel like when DJs do uh, the, the albums that they do, they don't do them. For the cohesiveness of the album For us as the listener to be like Hey this is right I can put it in And it's gonna bump like Outkast It's gonna bump like UGK It's gonna bump like Jay-Z It's gonna bump like our favorite artists Like you're not gonna listen to that and think that What they're thinking is I wanna show you how I can maneuver throughout this business And, and put these things together Be the A&R Be the person that put the album out And be like this shit fire Be the executive producer and then come back to you and say, how, what kind of job you got for me? Because I can do this for a, what's your boy name that's on his label? The do the yoga now. I have the, uh, what's the my man to do the yoga, man? Do the DJ yoga? DJ Khaled. What's DJ Khaled boy to do the yoga? I have no idea. The dark skin dude. Yo, boy, you thinking rap. What's the, who was the only, it's only been like four people on DJ Khaled label. Right. So what's, what's Ace Hood? Ace Hood. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Ace Hood. So, the, the, the disrespect when, when, you just showed Ace Hood by not remembering his name I was I atrocious. Know his, so what I'm saying and my point is, if I'm doing what DJ Khaled does, I can go to a label with an Ace Hood, with a Vado, with a what's the other dude name you said he put on every song, every album? But so Movado, Movado. I can go to with a Vado, Movado, and Ace Hood, and I can make you think that I'm gonna bring out a classic, dope, fire album that will sell. That's the thought process behind it. It ain't the album they put everybody on. Everybody know that's gonna do what it do. They they thought process is the other dudes that they signed, the Ace Hoods, the Mavados, and Bottles. And none of them, none of them took off. Now here's Yet. here's my thing. Yet. Khaled has ten albums, which is amazing. Number one, I remember when he first started, the only big names that he had on the album were the singles, and then it was a bunch of nobodies and a bunch of lesser known individuals now it's like an all-star lineup nigga alicia keys where the fuck she been at Nicki minaj is everybody in their mama travis scott on hella songs nas he he on back-to-back Khaled albums can't nobody else get nas to get out the house how the fuck is he getting him on the, like these albums are supposed to be complete and utter flames if Khaled is that good at putting songs together, he should be able to put a song with Nas and Travis Scott and make it banging. No, it's he not should possible, be able though. to do the future Rick Ross, Yo Gotti. That shit should be automatic layups, dude, if you're that good at crafting these songs like you say you are. Now, my solution to this, the single approach, I think is, I think you're sleeping on that. You could do you named four songs: no, no. Beyonce J song, Drake song, Rihanna joint, Justin Bieber joint. Those are four songs. If right. he dropped one a quarter, if he dropped one a quarter, you ran all year with four songs. You could have easily done it. I don't need his album, bro. 
I don't need the Range Rover come with steps or whatever the fuck it's called. No, whoa, 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 wait. That's on two chains albums and you need to fucking relax. I don't know. I don't need that. Oh, you told me not it is on the it's Yeah, I don't, I don't need that shit. I don't need this future with Nicki Minaj subpar bars, dude. I, I don't mean, need it. The Pusha T and Jada Kiss shit is cool. I'm going to forget about that Pusha verse no. by next week. You don't need it because you're used to the blueprint and you're used to used get to rich good trying. You're used to I Am. You're used to good albums in hip-hop. What everything is about now, and you know this, and I know this is streaming. What's the big song? What's going to get played in the club? What can they use for the commercials of the NFL, NBA during the finals, during the All-Star break, during the um, awards that they just had last night? What songs can they play? DJ Khaled has six of those on his album. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm not looking for anything to ride cohesively. I don't even got the CD. I don't got a CD player. I'm putting my phone in my auxiliary cord of my Bluetooth, and I'm playing my favorite song off that Khaled album. Khaled getting his money off that stream. If I run it back, he gets some more money off that stream. And then I'm moving on to my next favorite artist. That's what the game is about, and I feel like Khaled is capitalizing off. That's what he's doing. He don't need, like, Khaled don't need, like, what we say about Drake. 13 songs going in. One singular topic, classic album, bars, no singing. We want that from him. Kendrick Lamar, we've gotten that from him. J. Cole, Drake, we, we've gotten albums where they putting stuff together cohesively as artists to come off like what we needed to be from an album, a classic album. We don't need that from drama. We don't need that from Khaled. Even though they got all the resource, resources in the world, their, their ultimate goal ain't to come out with that classic album. Their ultimate goal is to come out with that big song. I don't believe that. It is. <clears throat> like that's, I, that's that's the goal. And see, here here's the downside of having an artist. Remember when he signed and he had Ace Hood and he was pumping them mm-hmm. and he was putting them on songs that he didn't belong on because this is he my artist. artist. And, but that, may, that looks whack. It looks like you're forcing people onto songs. Because it's your artist, nobody respects that. Nobody respected Ace Hood for it. No yeah, fault and look of what his Ace own. Hood doing now, I can't remember his name. I do a hip hop podcast every week. He's doing yoga with his gal. Shout out to him for living good and appreciating life. How but, the fuck do you know he's doing yoga? Really? The pictures all over Instagram, dude. You like, follow Ace Hood on Instagram? I've heard people talking about him. Actually, his gal bad though. Really? Tough. Ah, right, well, shout she out thick, to Ace Hood gal. and Ace Hood. My yeah, bad. She um, hate. you follow him on Instagram. Just say it. No, I don't follow his hood or his gal, but I've heard people talking about it, and I've seen the pictures of her in the yoga tights, and she doing it. When is the last? What was the last good DJ album? Has there ever been a full DJ album that was banging? Clue. Back like, in the day, when it was about bars and about rapping, and it wasn't about songs, and it was about freestyles, and it was about oh, this is exclusive, and he's ripping it. I, I got this, and don't nobody else got it. That's when DJ albums were good. That backstage D- clue was banging. Tough. When DJs tried to take it where I'm gonna make original songs and I'm gonna try to put them all together on a cohesive album, that's not that's not what. Sorry, drama. Sorry, um, Khaled. That's not what you do. You do songs. And you may have put a compilation of good songs on a couple of good albums, and that's cool. I ain't hating on it at all. I, I know why it needed to be done, but it, they don't make to be great classic albums. It's just, it, it can't happen that way. I don't, I don't know a DJ that can do that. 
if I remember correctly, man, I think DJ Khaled did have one that was straight through slick. I, it was either Kiss the Ring. I want to say that that was straight through, or it was the same one that came out the same year as DJ Drama. DJ Drama had one. These niggas came out back to back, and I was shocked because they were both banging. Right. And they were, so but DJ Khaled's batting one for ten. Yeah. We, we, you're not saying, I'm not saying that they can't produce good albums because, like you said, that Kiss the Ring banging. Yeah, they got some shit and on there, if the, I'm not the, mistaken. I, the second drama, the I first, think that's whatever the one that's my fire. moment, that one, that one's good. But with that being said, we can't turn away from the fact that DJs are about songs. They would prefer to have a bigger song than a bigger album. That's backwards. That's hustling that, backwards. Mean, but that's a DJ though, because think about your process as a DJ. I need the hot song. I can't take no B side shit in a club and rock it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they that's ear, a fact. their ear is trained to hear. The big song, so if they making an album and it's coming from their artistic point of view, they're going to want all big songs. And that ain't going to work every time. Because sometimes you're going to have your artist as Ace Hood. Or you're going to have your artist as, who want a drama artist besides Ozzy? Right now? Ever. Or just ever? Ever. Like, who was drama? Drama was fucking with some nigga yeah, back in the day. Yeah, drama had two niggas. It was some Philly. dude back in the day. He used to put, who, what's his name? I can't remember his name, but they were from Philly. But he used to put him on all the, the stuff, kid. though. Yeah. yeah, he used to put him on all the stuff, and you would see him with big name guys, and the, they were big songs, but still their artists didn't belong on that stuff. And it was just because they heard the big songs, they heard that they were banging, and they were still trying to push their artists on other stuff, like what you said. Willie the Kid. Willie the Kid. Yep. yep. Um. Yeah, I'm super good on that. DJ Drama got lucky, found a diamond in the rough, which was Lil Uzi Vert, and he's sitting back and he's not stunting the DJ Uzi albums no more. That's the biggest person. That a DJ has found that I can find and re- I can think in recent memory if we not sitting counting Will's fucking Smith. So your best bet is to use your DJ status and get all the up and coming niggas in your city or when you travel and listen to them demo tapes while you're on your airplane going from city to city, gig to gig and find the next little Uzi Vert. I don't need the next Willie the Kid. Or whoever uh, I forgot the other dude he had <laughs> L.A. the Dark Man yeah, or something. Dark Man, bro, I, d- that didn't work. It, not, not to say that they couldn't rap; they just weren't stars. Ace Hood and Mavado ain't working. Ace Hood and Mavado still not working. Or Vado, or Vado, that's not working. So like, and you can see, you can tell Khaled is slick giving up on repping his artist. Well, well, not necessarily. He's repping his son wait, now. His son is his artist. Wait, wait, he's Levar Ball. Before we get, he's off the rap his... Levar Ball, dude. Now stop this. <laughs> This is not, this is not He's do, pimping his son Let's not out. do LeVar Ball like that LeVar Ball got way more integrity than Khaled dude. <laughs> Khaled's son can't even talk dude. He's shucking it out with headphones On the BET station He got shades on his son uh, dude. His like, son know what the on, fuck bro. going on <laughs> Right like, Khaled, like Assad is so confused right now dude Assad like has no idea What's going on dude Like <laughs> With that being said uh, what, what, what did you say It was something that you said I had to, I had to like elaborate on Yeah I said a bunch of gems Right there nah, So you're gonna have to nah, catch up It wasn't a lot Keep of up. gems You said the LeVar Ball stuff And you said about Cali's son And you said Okay About the artists And the rappers Like Most DJs don't realize That their artist Isn't good though Like Like, <laughs> like, like most homeboys yeah, yeah like Cali don't know That Ace Hood Can't do a A power record Right Like I give you a Bugatti And I throw Future on there And Wayne Man, And Ross smash. And think Oh my boy got a hit No <laughs> no Future, Future on Ross. the hook And Wayne on there And Ross <laughs> That's the That like 
that's the problem I feel like with DJs. They try to 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 make that ear a little bit too easy for their artists and not for like the whole album. They feel like as long as they anthems, as long as they big hits, and we can run with it. And that's why they're not good albums. Um, long story short, stop making the DJ albums. Just put out singles, bro. Save us a make whole the lot DJ of time. Albums get those positions. DJ Khaled. Drama, no. canon. Y'all get those positions at the record labels and keep pushing great music. Keep making them albums. Do singles or find a yachty. That's it. Those are your two options. Um, all right. Let's move on. Quick music break. We're going to take it to Chicago. Lil Bibby, man. We ain't play him in a minute. My boy. You've been quiet. My boy. Free Crack 4 is on the way. How do we know it's on the way? Because he just dropped this intro. It's called Free Crack 4, the intro. Let's hit. Let's go, baby. Bitch, we armed and dangerous. You ain't no limit, can't hang with us. Ain't too many that can bang with us. Niggas won't smoke, we'll flame it up. Bitch, you been smoking some pains you got? A man, cause your bitch got a thing for us. You really won't smoke with the gang for her? You think about losing your brain for her? Niggas got choppers the same as us. But I don't really think they're insane as us. We come to your block and change it up. They take up their jerseys and hang them up. Look, I wanted to be like these roles. Mama was broken, I needed some clothes. Then I start wilding and kicking their doors. And looking for things that be playing with their nose. Got off my ass and start saying some goals. My nigga got upgraded from silver to gold. I started chatting Holes. I keep me a roll, I need me a rose. Remember them times I had to sleep on the floor. Now my seats on the floor. MOB won't pay a fee for a hoe. And I still scrape for the road. They want me chained up, but I came up. Young niggas about to put the game up. Moving slow, so I switched the lane up. Kept it big, Frank, never changed up. If it's about money, you know I get plenty. I ride with the semi, I die with it with me. Don't try little baby, the savages in me. I'ma get rich or I die like I'm 50. Alright, little baby, man. Little baby aggressive on his intro. She's slow. That ain't, that ain't it right there That's, nah. your, that's your man You just said he was your man Yeah I fuck with Lil Bibby And everything But it's over He need to go on And get in the acting game Damn Yeah go on and stay out In LA Get in the acting game And they ain't knocking His skills or nothing But it's like For that style That approach Like Lil Bibby ain't, He ain't that dude As far as What we want to hear Or see from a rapper Like him Like go on and get In the acting game He need What's the, what's the new Irv guy shit to come on tonight Tales he need to get some tails rolls. We we go on with it. I'm cool. With that. I'm not mad at the song. I'm not mad at what he's saying or how he's saying it. But it's terms of like being mainstream with. Nah, so it's all with. Huh? It's all with. He got us. a mainstream look though. I, I can see that. But and and that's why I'm saying the things that I'm saying. Not shitting on his abilities, but he got a mainstream look. But he got an underground sound. Yeah. So you got to choose one or the other, and I don't feel like the underground sound is what he want to go with. Go on and hop in the movies. He ought to get a little role in uh, Empire. Yeah. And go on and just, like, shuck it on out. Like, do that. Because I'm talking about going to college for a minute, right? Yeah, and going to school. I'm, a ch- I'm still checking out the app project just because he does make pretty decent music, though. Oh, yeah, that's cool. But that's another freshman class, and they they maxed out. Be real. Tough. Uh, Alright man Question of the day Before we get out of here Comes from my boy Master P Uncle P I was quoted today really Not question Uncle But P P was at the BET Awards Backstage Well not backstage Outside of the BET experience mm-hmm. Don't do P like it He took to Instagram P been heavy on the Instagram videos don't lately do don't, don't do P like it Talking about outside impl- Like Implying that he couldn't get in No it's not implying He said he couldn't get in He said I couldn't get a pass Couldn't get backstage Now how do I know this He did an Instagram video And with this big long caption 
He was clearly frustrated with how they were treating Prodigy. Now, of course, Prodigy did end up getting a tribute. They put a tribute in for him during the show. Now, let me read just a little bit of what P had to say. He said, the truth hurts. BT would have never changed their show for Prodigy if he was alive. It's a great thing acknowledging and celebrating the life of Prodigy and all of his accomplishments, but it's a shame that none of these artists are told how great they are while they're alive. Why can't they get their flowers and their tokens of appreciation while they're living? Does P have a point? Because when you're living and you show up to the BET Awards unannounced, you only look like a washed up rapper. You don't look like a legend. You don't look like somebody who sold over 20 million records. And I'm saying this from a place like I love, I love P. I look at P like an uncle. Mm-hmm. Raise me. But when you show up to an established event, thank you. I'm Master P. They should show love to me. I should be able to get in and go backstage. Like, that's not the world we live in now, dog. It's 2017. Your yep. last hit was 20 years ago. You have to understand that situation before you go up to the BET Awards and then get mad because you get rejected. You and I seen that before with Bone Crusher. For sure. Bone Crusher tried to walk into the BET Hip Hop Awards down here in Atlanta and no shouts or shade. To, I mean, excuse me, no shade to him. Dude looked at him like, bro, like, why would I let you in here? Right. Like, I don't. I know who you are, but like, why? What do you? What What would you be doing in the BET Hip Hop Awards down here in Atlanta, in whatever year was that we was down here? So the same thing goes to Pete. Like, don't do an Instagram video because you mad that you couldn't get in the BET Awards. Yeah, we all know what you said about Prodigy was true. We that's wouldn't have mentioned Prodigy on the last show if he had not died. Right. And that's no disrespect to him or what he's done for the rap game. That's just the fact of the matter. It's Prodigy. Right. It's, oh, so here's the thing that P has to understand. There's only, listen, P, we can't let everybody who's ever recorded a song into the BET Awards. It's not enough seats, mm, P. Dog. It's not enough seats, bro. You know how the game goes. If you're popular, you're here. That's who these seats are reserved for. Mm-hmm. It, bro, it, I'm not saying it's fair. Mm-hmm. But this is how the game goes. I don't make the rules. I just play it. So mm-hmm. here, so and this is also what P has to understand. People do get their flowers when they're alive. That's what the Lifetime Achievement Award is for. Shout out. Um, what is it? Who who won it? Uh, the talking about this last one. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Chance got the humanitarian. No, no, the people that they did a uh, what was it? Was it Escape? Damn, no, the damn the the movie. New edition. New edition, yeah. Shout out to So edition. people that that's people's flowers while they're here is the Lifetime Achievement Award. That's what that's for. Bro, we can't sit and honor everybody that's ever did everything every year, bro. It just doesn't <laughs> it doesn't it's not realistic, and, P. And we can't let y'all in. We and can't, we, can't we can't let everybody can't, in. Just cause you show up, you in LA, you know the BET Awards going on, you don't got an invite, you master P. You can't just show up. It's invite only, bro. You know that. Or you buy, buy a ticket. Or buy a ticket. Buy a ticket. You want to be there that bad, buy a ticket, bro. Yeah. And and I don't feel like that's the thing about hip-hop and the thing about our culture. Like, someone like P feel like, because I did this and I did that, then I ain't got to buy a ticket. Now buy a ticket. Go on and buy a ticket. Be recognized when you get in there, if that's the place for it. And then if something happened from that, you get on stage, you say your piece or whatever it may be. But 
Don't stand out here outside expecting to get in and being like, well, I'm Master P. Do you know okay, who that's I am cool. Type shit. Yeah, that's cool. You Master P, bro. You was cracking in 96. You done sold 25 million records. You a legend. Don't do that. First 80 million. 20 deal that. It, whatever. <laughs> Don't do that. First 80 20 deal that it was. You got plenty of money. You done done it. I respect you, but there's no room at the BET Awards for you. Now, okay, let me play devil's advocate. All right. Now, obviously, we're not asking. For everybody who's ever rapped to walk up to the BET Awards okay. Sunday and try to get in. All right. It's just P right there. Okay. Just P by himself, no let's, entourage. Let's say it's P. We let's know just, that's not happening. Let's say P and his daughter. Let's say it's P and Symphonique. P plus one. P, it's P plus one. Mm-hmm. How hard is it to tr- see if they can at least make accommodations? How? Why would I do that, though? Because it's, it's Master P. Why, though? Like what? Everybody what, in there would knows who P is. That's cool. Everybody and, in there grew up what, on P. And what has Master P done to contribute to the tonight ceremonies in which I could bring him in, disrupt my whole production schedule, and like get a camera on him? Because look, once he get in, he gonna expect all that. I done let him in for free. Where you gonna sit at? <laughs> you gonna sit up front? Now you want a spotlight? You want MC Light to say your name too? <laughs> do do Leslie? Do what's her name? Leslie Jones? She gotta shout you out too. We got to do a P monologue? No, bro. <laughs> Pay for your ticket or don't come. That's easy. If okay, if you had an if we had an on deck award show down here and P showed up, I'm letting P in. Okay, I ain't BET, that's my though. point. I'm not BET. We not BET, bro. Man, P, if P came not shit, yes, come sit front row. You want to host? <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm good with that. He could have probably hosted better than Leslie Jones, but the thing was like. We can't expect these people to just to show up and be like, oh, I did this and did that, and expect people to make accommodations for you. They ain't how the real world work, dude. And it's not a, and, it's not a diss either if they no, don't. It, that's what I'm saying. It's not a diss. And for him to take it that way in the film, the video, is that's where I was disappointed. That's where I'm seeing the old P, not the young, new P that I seen that did. I'm about it and they got the 80-20 deal. I'm cool if you're mad P. about it. Yeah, I'm cool if you're mad about it, bro, but I don't need the IG video, dude. I don't yeah. need that. Let it ride, dude. Nah, you just gotta chalk it up and go I back to your mansion. You, yeah, I respect you tweeting out. I'll come back and buy this bitch nah, if nah, I need to. Nah, that's that'll be. That's different. what I would have said. That's different. You right want me there. to come back and buy this bitch? Who who wouldn't let me in? Hop I in got cash and money for him right now. I know he breaching the door. He go a million right now. Boom. He let me in. No pass. No nothing. That's how I would have went to IG. He got a bag full of money. He got an IG. I mean, he got a security dude that wouldn't let me in. Just gave him a bag full of money. Now he let me in. All right, I'm backstage. Boom, still got money in the bag. I'm going right here now. It's all off money. And it's all off me being Pete. I don't want no recognition, no love. If y'all don't want to show me that, then I'm going to come in and I'm going to shake it on y'all. See, see, this is the thing. Two things can be right about something. P said that they would not have invited Prodigy had he not. Last week, Prodigy was alive and well. They wouldn't have invited him. That's and a that's fact. Cool, though. What's but wrong with that? That's a fact. And but the reason being P is because Prodigy is not relevant in music. P, you're not relevant in music. Yeah, he knows Facts. what that means. Like Facts. he should know what that means. His accomplishments are unheard of, unprecedented, Facts. and probably will never be duplicated. That doesn't give you an all access pass to every rap event that ever occurs for us. It just doesn't, though. Facts. Now, is that the same for sports? What do you mean? If Lamar Odom pulled up to the ESPYs, are they letting him in? Nah, Lamar Odom smoke crack. If <laughs> nah, he's with, like it's it's it's, it's AI walk up and he's not. In, are they letting him in? Are they doing uh, him like this? 
the fact that you ever have to think about it, that's my that's what he's trying to say. I know I wasn't invited. I know I don't have a ticket, but I'm Master P. Can you make accommodations? That's all. But why would I do that if I'm BT though? Just but you would do it for AI. Are you thinking about it? I didn't AI? say that. I'm thinking about it because I would think about it if it was P. All I'm saying is like, why <laughs> would I do that? Because, like, okay, look, the difference in the Master P and the AI analogy is this. What are the expectations as an entertainer as opposed to a former athlete once you get in the building? Like, it's cool, P, if you just want to come in, sit down, and observe the show. That's it. Right? I don't know that he want to do that because he's an entertainer, and we know what comes with that. They want the spotlight. They promo want the is yeah. Can I present an award? Nah, like, not can I that, sit front row? Don't do P Are like you going to spotlight me? Don't do P like him. You showed up expecting to get in for free. There's no like. There's no limit to what I think you're expecting now. No like pun you, intended. First of all, you exactly boom. First of all, you showed up to my show and you're saying, "Hey, I ought to be able to get in because I'm Master P." Now I let you in. What are the next expectations? Can I sit front row? Are oh, you sitting me in the balcony? I'm Master P. Now he gonna feel some type of way about exactly. being exactly. Allen Iverson. Okay, boom. You get in the ESPYS. You're back here in the back because you ain't a, you ain't present no awards. I expected you just came here to see the show. Like nothing else is gonna happen. So I think that that's different. Entertainment entertainers have a different expectation once it comes to how you accommodate them. I don't think athletes had it. Some I think, may, I think like they both LeBron, got egos. Like, it's egos. Yeah. So they both I, have them. I feel like entertainers have bigger egos than athletes because athletes know when they watched. Entertainers some. Really yeah, so entertainers really don't know when they watched. That's a good point. Um, let's wrap this up, man. New music out right now, of course. DJ Khaled, Grateful album. Go get that. Um, this Friday, Jay Z four forty four drops. Did you get title for that? What you doing for that? I got. I gotta get something because I gotta hear the shit. Yeah, not, I, I, like, I, I got, got Sprint. Song. I got Sprint. The only time I ever I can shout out Sprint in praise. Coverage is terrible. Internet is fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we getting a new J album. So shout out to Sprint for that. The, um, they having a um, listening party down here though, and we need them invites. No, I'm pulling. I RSVP. I'm pulling tough. the fuck. I'm pulling a P. I RSVP. I, God I, damn it. I'm let I'm me pulling in. Pulling a P for that tough. Let me in, motherfucker. I'm pulling the P with the on deck TV, the new the new logo <laughs> on the dad head and the old logo on the shirt. We pulling up like, look, we got passes, bitch. I'm P. Let me in here. Uh, also, Vince Staples' Big Fish Theory came out. Did you like it? It's okay. Mm. It's unconventional rap. Mm. That's not a bad thing. It just mm. takes me maybe one or two more listens to really just dig it, though. I get Vince Staples, Chance the Rapper, and the dude that cussed out academics mixed up. Vic Mensa? All of them the same to me. Don't Vic Mensa is frying both of them Vic niggas. Vic Mensa, Chance the Rapper. Vince Staples. Vince Staples. Same class. See what I'm saying? All of that sounds the same to me. Hell no. I'm just saying. Um, Wiz Khalifa, he dropped an EP called Bong Rips. Mm. People still use bongs? People still use bongs. Where are they doing that? A, tree, a true non-weed smoke. Clearly. Uh, and finally, Denzel Curry, my boy. That's your boy now. From Florida. He should have been on in the uh, Cali. 13. He's got an EP. It's called 13. I'm going to check it out. I can't wait to fuck with it. I fucks with dude. I like Denzel Curry. He ain't better than my young boy, though. Who? NBA young boy. Oh, man. On that note, what do you got on deck for the weekend? <laughs> other than us crashing this uh, listening party. I'm definitely crashing that. But getting ready for the fourth, man. Marinating some meat. Pause. I don't do that. Tough. I'm I eat the grill crack it. I don't eat And you'll be over there. You eat meat. 
When them big dog burgers coming off the grill on the fourth and you over to the crib, you're definitely gonna eat one. Put me a black bean With burger cheese. on the grill. I don't, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> we ain't doing no turkey burgers and we ain't doing no black bean burgers. Straight beef, baby. Pause. Uh yeah, man. Shout out to the fourth, man. I plan on doing something. Ain't no telling. Um Is Spider-Man out this week? Nah, it's next week. God, I, I can't wait. God damn it, Spider-Man. God damn it. I'm not going to Atlantic Station. But I am going to see watch, that Spider-Man. You really got to watch Atlantic Station for that. Absolutely. I'm not going. i fuck around and just catch a matinee somewhere in some small-ass town, Dolo. <laughs> um, but this weekend, I think I might see that Baby Driver. That should look kind of dope. That do look funny, though. I'm, I'm fucking with that. I might, I might pull up to that shit. Um, everybody go to Facebook. Join the group chat. It's called Rap Chat. Yep. Real easy. Search for it. Join it. Join into the conversation. Also, go to iTunes. Rate, subscribe, like. The On Deck TV podcast. We love to know what you think. It also puts us up there for Apple to be one of the promoted podcasts. So yeah. we really appreciate it. If you guys would have done that for us, it ain't all for nothing. It is for something. Thank you for those who already have and those who were about to after we just said it. Tough. We'll see y'all next week. Yeah. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.